Ezekiel chapter 1. In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the exiles by the river Kibar, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiakim, the word of the Lord came to the priest Ezekiel, son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Kibar. And the hand of the Lord was on him there. As I looked, a stormy wind came out of the north, a great cloud with brightness around it and fire flashing forth continually, and in the middle of the fire something like gleaming amber. In the middle of it was something like four living creatures. This was their appearance. They were of human form. Each had four faces, and each of them had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands, and the four had their faces and their wings thus. Their wings touched one another. Each of them moved straight ahead without turning as they moved. As for the appearance of their faces, the four had the face of a human being, the face of a lion on the right side, the face of an ox on the left side, and the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. Their wings were spread out above. Each creature had two wings, each of which touched the wing of another, while two covered their bodies. Each moved straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they went, without turning as they went. In the middle of the living creatures, there was something that looked like burning coals of fire, like torches moving to and fro among the living creatures. The fire was bright, and lightning issued from the fire. The living creatures darted to and fro like a flash of lightning. As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the earth beside the living creatures, one for each of the four of them. As for the appearance of the wheels and their construction, their appearance was like the gleaming of beryl, and the four had the same form, their construction being something like a wheel within a wheel. When they moved, they moved in any of the four directions without veering as they moved. Their rims were tall and awesome, for the rims of all four were full of eyes all around. When the living creatures moved, the wheels moved beside them, and when the living creatures rose from the earth, the wheels rose. Wherever the Spirit would go, they went, and the wheels rose along with them, for the Spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When they moved, the others moved. When they stopped, the others stopped. And when they rose from the earth, the wheels rose along with them, for the Spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Over the heads of the living creatures there was something like a dome, shining like crystal, spread out above their heads. Under the dome, their wings were stretched out straight, one toward another, and each of the creatures had two wings covering its body. When they moved, I heard the sound of their wings like the sound of mighty waters, like the thunder of the Almighty, a sound of tumult like the sound of an army. When they stopped, they let down their wings. And there came a voice from above the dome over their heads. When they stopped, they let down their wings. And above the dome over their heads, there was something like a throne, in appearance like sapphire. And seated above the likeness of a throne was something that seemed like a human form. 
Upward from what appeared like the loins, I saw something like gleaming amber, something that looked like fire enclosed all around. And downward from what looked like the loins, I saw something that looked like fire, and there was a splendor all around, like the bow in a cloud on a rainy day, such was the appearance of the splendor all around. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. When I saw it, I fell on my face, and I heard the voice of someone speaking. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you that you don't miss the mark. And that there's always a way, Lord God, that you know how to get to our heart. You know how to get to our minds. You, get, you know how to get to our person. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word today, Lord God, that you have put our attention on your word in Ezekiel 1. Where, the Lord, you have shown the prophet Ezekiel the personalities that you have set forth between the men and your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God, that we can look for all things, Lord God, and find them in your word. And then when we don't understand who we are, or who our loved ones are, we can go back to your word, to the beginning, to when you created us and created them, and you will show us in detail who you are in them and who you are in us. We thank you, Lord God, and we ask you that your Holy Spirit today be the one who will speak as you use this vessel. Today, empty me of me, Lord God, Empty me, Lord God, of all of the humanness that is in me, Lord God. But use, use the foundation of my personality that you have called before the beginning of the earth as your own instrument for this moment and for this time. I thank you, Lord God, that you prepared your people today, Lord God, and that there is no accident that each one of them are here today for this time and to hear your word. I ask that all ears are open to your spirit, Lord God, and to your word, and that all hearts are prepared and I come against the enemy's plan to steal that word today, Lord God. That only you will seal it in our hearts, Lord God. So that we will not see ourselves the same again. And we will not see our brother and sister the same again. But only through the glory of God and the love that you have given us, Lord God. To see our brothers and sisters through you. In Jesus' name. Since I've been a little girl, I've always been watching and watching people. Um, I used to take pleasure in sitting at 42nd Street at, at um, I believe it, it was one of those buildings where you can eat at lunchtime and, and sit there and just watch people walk. And I would take so much pleasure in imagining where were people going, where they came from, what they were thinking, based on what they wore how they acted, how they walked. And I never knew why I took pleasure in that. I just took pleasure in that. And all through my life, all I do is watch. Watch and watch and watch some more. And, and another thing that I didn't understand was why is it that my brain just doesn't stop? It just, it just continues to be thinking and thinking and thinking. Sometimes 
It's even thinking the negative things. It's all, sometimes if, 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 I, if, if it was something that really gripped my heart, I would just be there imagining it, or putting together a show and a drama and a novella in my head, you know, and, 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 and it would have pictures and music and words and, and, and people were in there. You guys were in there sometimes, you know, in the good, in the good movie one part. But my brain just doesn't stop. And there were times where I would pray, Lord, can, 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 can I just rest? I don't want to think. I would think about anything. I would think about the drops that came down from the faucet. I would think about, you know, uh, what happened at the end of the day. I would think about where I'm going today. I would think everything. It's just thinking and thinking and thinking. Well, another thing that God led me as I'm trying to figure out who I am, he led me to these personality um, um, systems. And I say systems because there's at least like five of them that I already mastered. And I'm saying, why do I need to know these personality things? Maybe, you know, I needed to know who I was. Because I was never satisfied with who I thought I was. Never satisfied. Until God, right? Well, when Pastor called me to do this, I said, okay. I have all these theories in my head. I have the theory of the disc system personality. Any of you are familiar with the DISC, the D-I-S-C DISC. It talks about, you know, the compliance and, and the dominant personality and it talks about the influencing personality and the steady personality. That's the DISC system. Then I thought about the color system. There's a color system. Did you guys know there was a color system? There is gold, there are green personalities, there are orange personalities, and there are blue personalities. Did you know that? Yeah, there, there's a blue system, color system. Got my staff all uh, um, doing it. <laughs> then I thought about the Greek personality. That's the one that they talk about, the sanguine and the chronic, right? All, all of those, right? The same personalities. So I said, Lord, where did these personalities come? Is this a theory that people made up? There was a time where I used to think that it was just psychologists or, or, or doctors that would make this up. Well, no. Ezekiel 1 shows us where it came. So the study that I had embarked the last couple of weeks when Pastor called me to do this was not about the personalities, because I know the personalities. It's where it came from in the Bible. So I discovered Ezekiel 1. When Ezekiel, for those of you that don't know this, Ezekiel was a priest. And during that time, the Israelis were not being obedient people. And God felt that he had to call on someone to give a message to the Israelis. And so he called on Ezekiel by giving him a vision. And that was the vision that you just heard. That vision was showing Ezekiel four angels, four types of angels. The angels, if you remember, that he described was an, was an angel in the likeness of a man it had four wings, each wing touching each other, and it, it, and it stood straight, and the feet were really made, were calf foot, and they were made of bronze, okay? The feature of the angels had 
four faces. Four faces. It must have looked really scary. Well, guess what? I got the picture. I'm going to show you the picture. But I got to warn you, it looks a little scary. It had the face of a man, the face of a lion, the face of an eagle, and the face of an ox. Interesting. Then if you recall what the word says, which I encourage you to really read it again, there was a wheel that surrounded them and another wheel around the wheel, around the wheel. And this wheel apparently moved this creature or these creatures because there were four of them that looked the same. Will move the creature. But the wheel was motivated by a spirit. And that's how this particular chapter ended in telling us that the spirit that was moving the wheel and moving these creatures or angels was the spirit of God. Amen, right? Amen. So what is that telling us? I, I challenge you today to ask God as you're learning this particular uh, message to show you because he can show you more than what I can actually teach you. To show you what exactly it meant. What it told me was that the spirit of God in all natural things. When we, when, when we deliver us, when God delivers us from all the other junk that, that comes into our personality. It is the spirit of God that drives our personality. And it is the spirit of God that is intended to drive us and move us together with the four faces as one man. One man. It wasn't four different angels with four different faces. It was four angels with four, each of them with four faces. I'm going to show you. You ready? Now, and you, and you know, it wouldn't be Mickey if I didn't have the drama going on, the props going on. You know, it, it wouldn't be me, Okay. Because that's another thing that I learned. If I'm going to deliver this to you, I'm going to deliver it to you as the personality that God gave me, okay? Otherwise, it just wouldn't be me, right? So, let's, let's move forward. Ezekiel 5.9, this is what's being described. Do you see the one person, the one thing? Do you see the four faces? And you see the wings. Well, I'm sure there's a lot more to this than what I'm learning, but, but I encourage you to go on this journey with me within the next couple of months because I'm going to be studying this stuff because I am who I am, and you'll see what that means, okay? Uh, give me the next one. Okay, I know that was scary. Okay, before, before you get scared, those of you, especially the children, this is just a lion going, ah. Okay, it's a lion. And then next to the lion, you see the eagle. And then you see the face of the man. And behind it, which what you see, is the ox. Now, these things are very important because God, how many of you know that, that God doesn't do anything just for doing it? He doesn't, right? So he intentionally made this creature and for this creature's faces to be next to each other in its exact position. He did not put the eagle on the left side of the lion. He put him on the right side. 
and he put the man's face on the left side. Even that has a purpose. Okay? So then let's move on. Let's go back. Um, let's go back to Psalms. Psalms 139. Okay? Now this is important because we need to remember that God created us. And every detail in us is important. For the director of music of David, the psalmist, Oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You praise my thought. You perceive my thoughts for afar. So he, he actually can, can read your thoughts from afar away, even before you think them. You discern my going and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. The next one. For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. So your personality did not appear or get adjusted after you came out of your mother's womb. It was being done while you were in your mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that fully well. Now, if you don't think that you are wonderfully made, you're calling God a liar. Because that's what his word says. And we believe his word. Right? So it's real simple for, for personality like mine. But let's see why people don't receive that sometimes. Why are we studying personalities? The temperaments influence everything that we do. Everything, your thoughts, the decisions you make, your actions. They have the ability to maximize your potential if you're walking in your purpose and in your personality. It enables you to help others to maximize their potential. So you're allowing them to be themselves. That's what that means. Instead of judging them and making them like somebody else, that's what, you're, that's what it means. It allows you to understand who they are and accept them and love them for who they are. It helps one to understand how to control the environment. One learns why they think and feel and do what they do. And you also learn to co-labor with one another. Now, why is that important? Because God has called all of us to co-labor in the kingdom of God for his people out there. Next. Okay, now we can move forward. Now we know about, you want to see more specifics, it's Ezekiel 10, 14. Now, how do we, what makes us different? Perception makes us different. Motivation makes us different. Needs makes us different. And values makes us different. I think it's a very important thing for you to know that your character and your values and your anointing are not your personality. Your character, your values, 
and your anointing, your calling, is not your personality. So you can't, if you make a bad decision and, 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 you're, and, and you're acting in that decision, you can't blame your personality. That's your character. And character is formed when the child comes out of the womb of the parent. Personality is created where? Inside the womb. Okay? You guys are with me? Okay. We know what perception is. The use of the senses to, 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 to acquire information about the surroundings of your environment. And this is important because we all, our personalities are dependent on your environment. If your environment does not feel safe, you will respond according to your personality. If your environment is safe, you will respond according to that as well. So it is very important that we understand how each individual perceives, perceives their surroundings. If they perceive, the surroundings can be safe according to me, but according to Deaconess um, um, Lourdes, it may not be safe. And so how she perceives the environment is going to detect or dictate how her personality will respond to the world or to the environment at hand. You got me? Very important. Motivation. Because depending on how your environment is will depend on what you're motivated to do. You're either motivated to move forward or you're motivated to move back. Your needs, your wants, your require, your desires, all of that are things that God also places in our hearts. But if they're not fulfilled, it can oppress you. Now, I wasn't going to speak about oppression, but I think the Holy Spirit thinks that it's a very good idea that I do. If you look at the dictionary and the meaning of oppression, the words cruelty are in that meaning. The, the words um, um, intolerant are in that meaning. And oppression means that when a person is, is not tolerated or the person is not allowed to do what God has called them to do, they are oppressed. So if you have a person who has the gifting and the anointing of talking and, 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 and teaching and, 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 and being around people, and you stop that, you're oppressing the person. If you have a person who's quiet and needs to stay steady so that they can feel their environment before they move forward, but you're pressing and pushing on them and making them move before they're ready to move, guess what? You're oppressing that person. When you are judging them, when they're trying to learn how God is speaking to them and how to, to, to develop in the spirit, and you're not teaching them, but you're judging them, guess what you're doing? Guess what you're doing? Oppressing, oppressing. And that torments, that's another word that's in that definition. It torments the spirit of that person. 
and grieves the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is watching everything. I want you to remember about that word oppression because many of you have not moved in the things of God, in the kingdom of God, because you have been oppressed. And it's killing you inside. You're dying inside. And God cannot move through dry bones. Well, unless you let him. Because God can do anything, right? Values, the worth and importance of using. But this is important because we're wondering how can we move in the kingdom of God if people are not moving forward. And if the body of God is oppressed, and no wonder the gifts are not coming out. Because we're picking and choosing which gifts are coming out. Amen? We're all responsible for this. Okay? The next one. I want to just simply show you how they work because of all the personalities. Many of you, especially those of you who have been with me in the women's ministry or the youth ministry you have, and leadership, you have at some point or another been introduced to one of these um, assessments and these kinds of um, 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 systems that talk about um, personalities. So, for example... This is the, the model that we're talking about now. The lion, the man, the ox, and the eagle. This is the temperaments that the Greeks came up with, which is a foundation of what a lot of these systems come out of. And you have there those characters, like melancholy, for example, is connected to the eagle. It's the same personality. They just call it something different. And the same with the DIS model is known as a compliance. And so the melancholy is the compliance person. It's the same. So this is important because many of you know one or the other. And if you're curious, okay, gold goes for compliance. Green goes for the dominant. Orange goes for the steadiness. No, for the influence, which is the man. And, um, and the blue goes for the ox. Thank you. Okay, so I just want you to start because some of you already have a frame. And I want you to look at the frame. And many of you have taken the test so you know who you are. Next one. There are two types of people. This is very important also. You got extroverts and introverts. Okay. The extrovert people display friendliness, outgoing, energizing, being around other people, but they're bored when they're alone. But I want you to pay attention to something. If you are not that person, but sometimes you're in a safe environment, you can, you can act like that. Personalities that are introverts enjoy thinking, exploring their thoughts and feelings. They're energized by being alone. And energy is drained from them when they're around people. Well, guess what I am, right? I already shared, I'm a compliance, I'm an eagle. Okay? I'm an introvert. Believe it or not. They're also... 
sometimes start off as being shy. Pastor Gwen is an introvert. Okay? I am sorry, Mama. <laughs> this is important because yesterday I had a wonderful time. And there was a lot of people in the graduation. And, 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 and I saw, when I look back, I had my church family over, he, over here. Like the whole church was over here. <laughs> I had my, 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 my biological f family over here. M my mother's side, my father's side. Uh, and, and, and I had my job family on the other end. And it was so big that I didn't know how, how to hug all of them at the same time. So guess how I looked? Tight. I looked tight. I, I was tight, <laughs> real tight. My sisters could tell me, my husband could tell you. And, and Louis, if you don't mind, my, my, husband, my husband is an extrovert, extrovert. He, he loves taking pictures. He loves being around people. He, he could, he has the arms big enough that he could hug everybody at the same time because that, that's how God made him. And, and he's pushing me into the pictures, and he's pulling me into the other side, and he's reminding me at the same time that so-and-so came all the way from Florida, okay, to come and see me, and, he, and the person's over there. He's over there, but I'm over here. So I'm feeling like tight, <laughs> real tight. Oh, my God, was I tight. <laughs> Sorry for those of you that saw that, okay? But you, as we move forward, you're going to see why. I, I was so tight, I started to cry after it was all over. Louis was going like, it's not that. And I'm going, I can't stand anymore. You just don't understand. When I'm around people, I, I, I just I hyperventilate. And that's what was happening to me inside. I was hyperventilating. No, um, you see, because... I may seem to be an extrovert because I'm among my family. And so when I'm safe, I feel that I can be me. When I'm confident, I, can f I feel like I can be me. When I'm loved, I feel I can be me. I'm safe. And that's what happens with people who are eagles. Let's do the next one, Julia. The lion and the face of the man are extroverts. The eagle and the ox are introverts. Okay? Now, this is important to know when you are judging your brother or your sister. This is important to know when you're trying to figure out who should work for you and what they should be doing. They should, you should know when you're married or in a relationship with your parents, or any relationship, to know how this works so that you can better understand your mate or your relationship. Okay? The next one, please. However, although there are extroverts, some of those extroverts are feely people. And some of those extroverts are thought people. Although they might be 
introverts, some of them are thought people, and some of them are feely people. And this is important. The ox, who's the steady one, okay? The ox is a steady being. That person needs security. That person needs to feel like it, it, it's okay to make the next step. The very good thing about oxes is that they're steady, but they go straight to the goal. They're slow, but they get there. And if you give them a safe environment, they will be the best at what they do because they also watch. They're not too busy around people all the time that they watch what's going on so they can tell naturally and very simply how to do things. They can tell the best way of doing it because they've been watching. Okay? But they are feely people. Oxes feel the environment. And oxes are people driven. They may have few friends, but they're people driven. And when they speak, they speak words of feeling. This is important, and I hope that, well, God, well Pastor's thought was that this is just to entice us, that we are going to go into a, 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 a season of really learning this. But I need you to start getting a little taste for this, okay? The man, which is a sanguine, okay, which is an influence person, the man is also a feeling kind of personality. They feel the people. They're the ones that are the life of the party. Their, 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 their energy for people and their need to be around people and to make people happy is the personality that God created to make sure that his kingdom of his family was taken care of. The face of the man. Our pastor is the face of the man. Your minister is the face of a man. Minister Lewis is the face of a man. These are people for people. Okay? The lion is a thought personality. Their process is in thinking. Okay? But very important, if you think about the lion, the lion's thinking is around a plan, and the lion's purpose is to reach the goal. Think about how the lion is made to go after, to pry over food in his, in, in, in his jungle or in his, his, his territory or her territory, okay? The lion is looking, they're planning, they, and the aim is to get it done. I bought some props. If you didn't know, right? This prop represents the gold of the lion. They just go straight. You see, they only concern, I got it, honey. Their only concern is the end result. Right over there. I'll tell you later how that, 
that person is a leader. That person has the potential to get everything that you need done, done. They'll take some casualties with them on their way, but it'll get it done. There'll be people dead in the process, but they will get it done, done. <laughs> but I got some props. The mirror, what do you think represents the mirror? The reflection, yeah, pastor. This is the eagle. You know why? Because they're always looking, looking at things, looking at themselves, critical about themselves, critical about others. God made them to be the fixers. They see the details. They walk into the world and they see a broken world. They can't help it. You can have a great thing going on, a nice party. You, you took, the lion took a long time to plan to get to this party, to make this a fantastic party, and the eagle walks in, looks around with her eyes, and finds what's wrong over there in the little corner where, you know, everybody <laughs> everything's just not working out over there. It's not the right color, you know, it's not, it, it, it's just not working out. It's not even in the right order, because eagle is into order and detail. Oh, no, no, this is not going to be a good party, because the drinks are over here, and the straws are over here, and, 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 and the rice is over there, and the meat is over here. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know you worked hard, and it, it looks beautiful. But something's wrong with the picture, because when the people are going to come and take their plate, they can't go over there for the rice, over there for the meat, over here for the salad. Take the can of, of, of juice over there, the drink, and then go to the straw. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, lying. You worked a whole hard, real hard, and it's all great. But let me call on my eagle friends. We got to get this going right now, okay? And they're always reflecting those orders and systems on themselves. They're very critical about themselves. And they're very critical of others. They can't help it. That's just the way God made them. But God made them that if it's a safe place, they can be extroverts and they can do things in love because they have what inside of them? The Holy Spirit. So they'll learn to come in and they'll see and they'll think and they'll go, oh, this is so cute. This is so nice. Lions, you did a great job. How do I say? And they'll be thinking, okay, how do I say this without offending them? Okay, do you mind if I help you? Oh, no. Do you mind if, if, if I take over the whole food part? No, not at all, because the lion just wants to make sure the food is there. That's fine. Now we're going to get to the to the next goal, right? So as soon as soon as as long as you go to the lion and you tell the lion, 
can I help you? Is it okay? And you get the permission, the ego will take over and you'll be able to get online and smoothly go around and get your meal. But don't look at the ego. Don't look at the ego to be the one and be the life of the party. Because they're too busy looking at making sure that they don't run out of soda, that we don't run out of drinks, that we don't run out of the food and things like that. Okay? And that's okay. They're fine with that because they do not, they did not come to the party to negotiate, to socialize with you. They came to the party because they were invited, because it was the right thing to do, because they love you. You, not the people you invited. You. They love you. So let's not get it twisted, right? Right? And, and they're okay with being in charge of that area of the food because they love serving. And they could do it alone. And you wouldn't even know the eagle's there. You would just see her eyes or his eyes always open. Now I understand why my eyes are always like that. God made me like that. So please don't be hating. And, and I'm not going to take over your party, lion. I'm just going to make it better so that you can look good. Right? Amen? Amen. But here at the party... At the party, we need life. We need somebody that gets them together, right? We need somebody who starts the party going. We, because we didn't come here to just sit and watch each other's faces and look. And, and there'll be more than one eagle, of course. So every, imagine if half of the room were eagles and everybody was just looking at what's wrong with the party. Right? So you can't have that. So guess who comes in? Man. Man sees the world as a big, nice place to play. Yes. It's a nice place to play. It's an opportunity to play. I think that Mary, the one that, that, that went on in Jesus' um, feet, Martha and Mary, the sisters, Ma Mary had to have been, you know, um, a man, a face of a man. And this is the prop. They always like to play. So they're going to come to the party they don't care if, 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 if the soda was over there and the straw was over there. You know, it, it's even better like that for them because they could get the soda over there and talk to whoever's there and then they can come over here and go for the straws and they can, you know, and, and they'll have a good reason why they should get to the meat and they get to the rice and they would have walked and worked out the whole party. And don't be hating. That's just who they are. And God made them so that the party will have some entertainment and it will not be so stiff with the eagles and the lions. Right? It, because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. That's why those of you that are saying, I'm not stiff. You have the Holy Spirit because God, when, the whole, when you allow the Holy Spirit to work in you, these are the things that God starts to do. He starts to take care of those things that get in the way of how beautifully and wonderfully he's made. And that's why we're having this conversation, right? So, we're having fun now, right? 
and who makes oh did you know that 80% of the world 80% are introverts 80% think about that 80% are compliance people and access the other 20% are your lions and your man, right? Okay. Now, if we don't have any steadiness, because the man is wonderful, the face, the man is wonderful. He's, she's, she's always, you know, the life of the party, and she does all this stuff. But you know, there's some things that the man has to um, kind of control a little bit, because the party does have to end. And the, and, the, and the man doesn't want the party to end. And sometimes we have to work instead of play. And the man doesn't want to work all the time. And, 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 and sometimes we have to plan. And the man likes spontaneous, to be spontaneous, right? So we need a group of people who keep us steady. We need the ox. The ox before they know how to be their positive personality, before they can move, okay, they have to feel secure. So they're always going around protecting themselves, especially from the lions, because the lions and the man are always invading her space. And, and the ox don't like their space invaded. Because once you invade my space, you're making me feel very uncomfortable, very insecure, and I'm just going to imagine, can you imagine moving a 2,000 pound ox? When the ox says, I am not moving, because I don't know what's on that side of the room, they are not moving. So what does that say? It is our responsibility to make the environment safe for the ox, because the ox, we need the ox. The ox are the steady people. The ox is the one that will stay for a very long time. The ox is the one that will get things moving forward, although it's slowly, but will be consistent. You can count on the ox. You pick up the phone at 3 in the morning, and if your friend is an ox, that person will be there for you. You can always count on an ox. The ox is not a bochinchoso when they have the Spirit of God, because the ox values relationships. And they don't like to talk much. They don't like to be the life of the party. It's very hard to bring an ox up to the front here to preach. You have to draw them out. It's also very hard to get a compliance, an eagle, to stand up here. You have to draw them out. So those of you who are leaders in your jobs or even here in the ministry, if you're waiting until the ox and the eagle takes initiative to do something, 
you're going to be waiting a very long time. It took me a year and a half when I came into Calvary, not because anything was wrong with Calvary. When I came into Calvary, Calvary was loving. That was about 13 years ago. I walk in, and, and it is. You know, people loved, loved too much for an eagle. And so I was suspicious because I see the world, what, broken. And so mm, these people are too nice, too good, too, too, I don't know. Let me check this out. It took me a year and a half for every Sunday come. You remember, Pastor? And I would not volunteer myself. I would not volunteer myself because I was watching. And no somos presentados. We're not, we're not people who like to be in the front. So what we do is that we wait until you ask us, until you invite us. So does the ox. We wait for permission. If I had not learned about how the world worked, I would have never gotten my promotions because there was a very long time where I worked very hard in my early 20s and I was the one training everybody, and, and, and people would skip me in my job. And I was wondering, like, what's going on? And now I'm holding resentment. I'm getting revenge. You know, there's a, God, of course, was not in me. And, you know, I'm going through all this craziness for three years, and then when I couldn't anymore, and I held it in, and I went to my director, and I knocked on the door, and I said, I'm out of here because I don't feel appreciated. I've been training your staff for years, and I've never been promoted. Oh, my God. I didn't know you wanted to be promoted. I thought that once you saw the, 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 the position that was out, if you wanted it, you would have applied for it. How many of you have not been in that position or are there now? just waiting for somebody to come and draw you out to promote you. And the reason they're not promoting is not because they don't appreciate you and see the wonderful work you do, but because you have not taken the initiative. How many of you don't have gift things that you wish you can give here to this house? And you've been, you have all these ideas and dreams that God has put in your mind and, and, and wonderful things and you, with the children, with the youth, with, with the women, with the men. You have all these ideas, but nobody has called you, pulled you out, and therefore you're not giving it because you're waiting. I don't, feel, I don't feel appreciated. You know, Pastor should know. I've been here 20 years. <laughs> Pastor should know. No, not even God will impose himself on you. So come out, oxes. Come out, eagles. You have the permission. There is permission. Share with us your dreams. Share with us the things that God has put for you. And give us your giftings. You're cheating us out of your giftings because we're not balanced without you. We're not balanced without you. I want to talk a little bit. Let's go to, because this, even, even if, 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 if we don't, I've been telling you little bits and pieces about each of the personalities as we go. But I think it's important, the next one, puppy, uh, that we know what the fears are. 
because the fears is what makes people react in their environment. So, for example, the lion, the dominant person, the also known as the green in the color, also known as um, um, choleric, choleric, choleric. This person is afraid of being taken advantage of. So if they're giving, and they're giving, and they're trying to get you over there, remember, they're the ones that want to get you over there. If you don't assure them, if you don't assure them, if you don't assure them that you're not taking advantage of them, they won't <laughs> at you. Because that's what lions do. <laughs> and they're going to continue doing that all the way to the end. Because they're going to reach the end. But if the environment lends itself to making them feel appreciated, that they're welcome, and that it's okay that we understand that they have, they're the ones that are going to take us to the end. They are the ones that are going to take us to the end. Then they don't have to all over you. The man. The man's fear is the loss of recognition. So if the, if the man, the influencer... The, the orange color, if, if, if he doesn't feel recognized, like if his face is noticed, or, 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 or he feels like, or she feels like um, they don't exist, like they have to disappear. Because how many of you know you can be in a room full of people and those people ignore you? And, and, and I don't mean that you walk by and you go, hey, brother, hey, sister, how are you? And that's it. I mean, they ignore your giftings. They, they, they ignore what you got to give. They, don't, they just tolerate you. Because, you know, remember the man is all over the place. And the man, you know, moves the energy in the room with the people, you know. So, so, so sometimes the man can get in the way of my space. And so... I couldn't shun the man because he's too close to my space. And as an eagle, I couldn't judge the man. There has to be something wrong with my sister because she's like all over the place. And she's like always so happy, always willing to do something, always partying, always, you know, something's wrong with her. So what do I do as an eagle? Shun her. When I see her, I go, oh, my God, there she goes, Hi. And I go all the way to the other side. So guess what? I'm oppressing her. I don't use her gifting. I'm oppressing her. I don't, I don't, I, I don't acknowledge that she has something to give. I'm oppressing her. I'm judging her because now I'm standing with my other eagle friends. And I'm saying, you see her? She always happy or she always with everybody or she always got a Bible verse to say or she always got, you know, she's always ready.
loss of recognition. In order for the environment to be safe, we have to recognize the face of the man. We have to recognize those people that make other people feel good. Because that's what they do. They encourage people. They make them feel good. They make them feel like there's hope if the environment is safe. If we allow them to be what God wants them to be. They will not get in your way. They're just doing what God called them to do. Don't be hating. Because you can't do it. Don't be hating. Because God used you for another purpose. Oxes. The loss of security. You don't make the oxes environment secure because there's so much friction going on between the man and the com and, 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 and the eagle or the or, or the lion you know the oxes are out but they don't go they don't say like the eagle the, the eagle will say i'm out of here man and you know what before i leave let me tell you what's wrong <laughs> with your with your system okay bye the eagle will do that and get over it Right? The ox. No, they're passive aggressive, right? They're so now, you're right. But they'll also turn around and they go, okay. Yes, Pastor, everything is just fine. In the head, I am out of here, and you won't even know my address when I'm out of here. And you will not see me in the pew. And you know what? My revenge is going to be my absence. Yeah, because I can pastor love you, but I can't take these crazy people. They make the whole environment unsafe for me. It makes me feel uncomfortable when I come here and I hear the division. It makes me feel uncomfortable when I see the little things going on in there because I'm doing what? Listening and watching because their oxes don't talk. They listen and watch. So, you know how sometimes you feel about, you don't know that there's a camera out on you, right? And, 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 and you're there going like this with your clothes and, you know, picking on your nose, right? <laughs> Guess who watches all that? The eagles and the axes. They see it all. You don't need cameras. <laughs> Face of an eagle. Their fear is criticism. They do not want to be criticized. That's why they're perfectionists. That's why they find things wrong, so that they can fix it real quickly, so that you don't criticize them. What, is my hair looking good? <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because right, I don't want anybody criticizing me. <laughs> You want a safe environment. You want an eagle to soar. You want an eagle to put systems together for you. Set out the policies that make the oxes feel secure. 60, 80, no, 60% of the population are oxes. So you, you want somebody who can put together things that will make the oxes stay for good. Don't criticize or judge. Don't have that in the environment. Because an eagle can sense the spirit. The eagle is very sensitive to what's going on in the environment. They see every little detail. 
they see what you haven't done. Think about that. Because they're, they're thought people. They're constantly thinking and watching and looking at patterns. And they know what your next move is going to be. So they're, so they're already sensing. And they walk in, and especially with the Holy Spirit there, or read out there, man, they have the the, their intuition with, 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 with um, 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 satellites and all that stuff. Th that's an ego. When I walk into this place, I know what's happening. And nobody got to tell me nothing. And that's why some of you are confused. Because sometimes I'll say something and you think that somebody told me something. No, I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been feeling things out and thinking. Now, of course, one of the things, now this just tells you the, the strengths and the weaknesses, and I, and I think that, that, that I, I pretty much um, follow them, but I do want to say this. I, n I know that none of us like to be a, 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 a part of a, cutty, a, a cookie cutter system. We're not boxed in. God did not make another Mickey. Okay? Or, or another Danny. Or, or, or another Yadi. Or another Brenda. Or another Cynthia. God did not make two people at the same time. But God did do patterns. So what usually happens is that you can have a combination blend of these things in order to more specifically identify your personality. For example, I know, and I can say this because Pastor is very transparent. Pastor Victor is the face of a man, but his blend is with the face of the eagle. He has compliance attached to him. So he can socialize, but he can also see details in a system. Now, the bad thing about the ego is that they can get caught up in the details and miss the end result and miss the big picture. And that's why we, egos, need the lion because the lion gives us the big picture, reminds us where we're going. Because we'll, we'll start over here real good with the lion and we see the details and we're working it out and the lion is already over there. And, and, and the lion's trying to say, like, come on. But the eagle will can, can stay in that little area for a very long time and entertain that. But the, but the lion is the one that turns around and goes, hey, time is, get, is running out. We need to be over there. So let's go. Okay? So there's a, me a, a mix. I know my husband is a man, is a face of a man, but his mix... His mix is also with the ox. So he has double feeling. He has double feeling. And all of his uh, assessments come out as counselor, counselor, counselor. Encourager, encourager, encourager. So you're not going to get from Minister Lewis a whole conversation about systems and how to do things. But you are going to leave his sight feeling good about yourself. And that's very important. Especially when we come into church and we're not feeling well, right? Look, always look for a man 
the face of the man to make to give you a good word. And I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because these things you are going to learn in either Bible classes or in other areas that the pastor wants us to um, to 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 embark this here. I'm just looking to see the closing. Oh, I want us to go, if you could, go to accepting Christ. I think this is very important and then we'll close up. Because we want to know how these personalities accept Christ. Not only for ourselves, because we're already here, but for the people that we're looking for to do the kingdom of God. A lion usually happens, usually happens after, he, he accepts Christ after some trauma event in his life. The man rarely hesitates to express their faith verbally and make a public commitment to Christ. A lot of men are evangelistic in nature. A lot of face of the man. Those are your influencers. Those are your orange colors. They're the ones that will go out there because they love the people and they feel the heart of the people. The ox usually surrender their lives to Christ with a minimum amount of attention drawn to themselves. They do it quietly. So you cannot bring an ox up here, shout them out, or shout her out. You cannot shout out an ox. She will not return. She don't want her business out there. It's just not going to happen. She's going to, what? Mm. Stay stuck. She's going to be very polite. You will know that you have stepped on her feet. And then later on, she's going to ease her way out of the alumni. And she's not going to feel comfortable. And she may sit in the back from now on until it's safe again. The eagle. You approach them with a dose of mental scrutiny. You, you, have to, you have to, she looks at, or he looks at everything mentally, so you have to have your facts right. You better know your word. It better not be out of content. She will notice that. She will notice. She'll be the first one to pick up when you're lying. It's true, right, Pastor? And in order to, to bring them in, they have to experience a, a, a safe environment. That's why it took me a year and a half. So you know that if I'm here, there's good things going on here. There might be some fixing that still needs to be going on. But there's some good things going on in here. <laughs> Amen. 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 The mission of the church. The lion's strong desire for the church is to provide comprehensive programs for all people. So you know when you hear a lion, they're always talking about the people. I, you know, you can tell me about your regulations. You can, you, look, I violated it. I violated the regulations. Sorry. Sorry, Thelma. Sorry. But you know, it was important to feed that child here. <laughs> it was important.
to feed that person here. It was important to make them feel encouraged because they were dying spiritually. So sometimes the eagles have to move out of the way to allow the spirit of God to work through the face of the man so that they can actually restore a spirit. What's more important, that we take and we stay to the regulations or that we minister to the spirit of the lost? The eagle, and that's me too, I have to remember that. So sometimes I get uncomfortable because somebody's breaking the rule, breaking the law, the system's not right, but then all of a sudden I have to quicken my spirit and say, okay, what's more important? Okay, here the more important thing is the spirit of the soul. So the interest of the man is the programs for people. The interest of the, of the ox, they prefer church that have more traditional working towards the peace and harmony. So, you know, if they don't sense or perceive that the church is working in harmony, they're not going to be happy. And they're going to hold back their gifts. And the eagle prefer church that is operating by the book. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay because then I have my sister who will remind me that the people are more important. Elizabeth, Minister Elizabeth, reminds me that the people are more important. And, and she doesn't have to say a word. All I have to do is look at her and look at how she acts with the people, that that's when I know, you know what, I'm being an eagle and I need to stop. <laughs> and I need, I need, I, I need, to, I need to, to, to rub shoulders with my sister here because she's the one that knows what's supposed to be happening here. And we all need to be doing that. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And the last thing is the final thing. It ain't my word. It's God's word. And his word tells us, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. The personalities are right in there too. And the second, your neighbor. His desire is that we love each other. That we love each other so much that we don't tolerate each other. That we just, that we allow people to be people and pray for one another. That we don't judge them. That we, that, that, that we don't find fault in them. That we just allow them to be who they are and allow God and the Holy Spirit to transform whatever is there that needs transforming. That's his job. That's not our job. Our job is not to condemn. Our job is not to fix a person. I pray that today has been an awakening for some of your hearts. I know this is a lot of information. And that you catch yourself consciously when you're judging, when you're persecuting in your mind, and just when you feel like you're tolerating somebody. Check your spirit. Check your spirit. God has been saying that for us this whole season. And you know, 
quite honest, some of us are not getting it because I'm watching too. God is showing me the things and some of you are just not getting it. And, and, it, and, 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 and it hurts me. So imagine how it hurts the Holy Spirit. It's the same thing going on. Same thing. Still hanging out with the same clique. We're still judging the same people. We're tolerating. Heavenly Father, have mercy on us. And I'm not talking about the church here. I'm talking about the church everywhere. I'm not talking about the church only. I'm talking about the marriages. I'm talking about the relationships with your children. The, these personalities are not just for adults. The children have these personalities. And if you are an eagle trying to stop a child from being who God created them to be by controlling everything that child does. Now, now you know that I minister to youth. So you know that that's where my heart is going right now. And I thank you, Lord, because my mother was an eagle who did not understand our personalities. And my mother did a lot of damage with her mouth and her criticism to our whole family. Thank God for his mercy. Some of you have been hurt. Some of you have been criticized from a time of when you were a little kid. Why are you smiling so much? Why are you so friendly? Don't you see somebody can steal you? Get back in the house. No talking. Don't smile. Emma, go, go to your room. What do you mean you have to ask so many questions? Why is every time that I ask you to do something, there has to be a why? Why this? Why that, mommy? Why this, papi? Why, why, why? Because that's a little ego. And the little ego always needs a why so that they can, they're not challenging you. They just need a little why so that they'll know how to proceed because they're perfect. They want to be perfect and they want to do the best thing for you. But if you don't give them the answers and the data and the information about the why, guess what? They won't be able to be perfect and they'll be tormenting and you will be oppressing them. Stop it, parents. I challenge you to go home and look at your children. Try to identify what personality that child is. And ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. And if you are an eagle, stop talking for a season. And, and look and see the people around you that can bring joy to your heart. The oxes, the faces of the man, receive them. Because us eagles, we're empty. Sometimes we get so caught up in the paper and the system and the, and the, and, and the regulation and the being wanting to be alone that we empty. If God intended for paperwork to be the most important thing, then he would have said, love the paper as yourself. Love the system as yourself. 
Love the gold as yourself. Lions. There are people that you have the responsibility of taking to the end result. They're not objects. They're people. It doesn't matter if you get there by yourself. Doesn't matter if you'll get there by yourself. You don't win. You don't win. Because it's the people that God wants you to take over there. And he wants you to take them over there in a healthy way. In a loving way. In a peaceful way. In a joyous way. The journey. Oxes. Oxes. You see what's going on. You see where the need is. You see where the lack is. You see where you're called. Step up. Step up. You're the safest personality that we have. You keep us balanced. You keep us balanced, oxes. Step up. Without you, the lion will roar. The eagle will stay alone and criticize. And the face of the man will run amok having a party without you, oxes. Step up. There are many of you. I see your faces. I know who you are. You're holding back. You're holding back the spirit of God that he intended for you to move into the kingdom. You're the one that's going to move us. And Heavenly Father, I speak, I speak, Lord God, to the eagles. Yes, you can soar by yourself. Yes, you can get the job done. Yes. Yes, at the end, you will still be satisfied because the work has been done. You'll be at the kitchen with Martha. But you will miss out on the feet of Jesus. You will miss out on the heart of Jesus. You will miss out on the, uh, on the heart of God for his people. Don't get stuck on the mundane things. Don't get stuck on the regulations and the systems. Don't get stuck on things that have no purpose. An eternal life. Balance yourselves. Look at the face of the people. Look up from your computers. Look up from your paperwork. 